Arkansas. The game is in the books. Go home, dude. The crowd is headed home. That's it. Another Hogs game in the books. Now we have 60 minutes to react to everything that happened. This is the People's Post Game Show. We have a responsibility to the people. Breaking down hog hoops after the buzzer with your man, JB. What went down? What's up next? Highs and lows, calls and texts. <laughs> Plus, standouts, struggles, and sound from the head hog himself. If you bleed red, you're in the right place. It's time for the People's Post Game Show with JB. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. All right, my friends. How about them apples? Arkansas Razorback basketball with a big dub and a different vibe here, certainly on the postgame conversation. As we get after it here with Arkansas having won now three out of its last four games in the Hogs. I would say they're surging. I'm not going to get caught up in the hyperbole here at, what, 25 minutes past one o'clock on a Saturday. It's the Saturday finale for Arkansas Razorback basketball at Bud Walton Arena. You still have two games left. You got Vanderbilt coming up on Tuesday night which, you know, should be a slam dunk for this team. Then again, you would have thought this game today would have been a slam dunk kind of performance for this basketball team. But, oh, it was not. Do not let that final score deceive you. Arkansas with an 88-75 to win over Missouri. You want to call it battle line? That's fine. I'm not going to go there with you. But kind of a rivalry game to a degree. And the second half, really, the final 10 minutes – taken over by one Caliph Battle, who had a career-high 42 points, season-high in the SEC for any player. And what a weekend you had already here in Arkansas Razorback land with two big-time baseball games still left to go, right? We still have Arkansas and Oklahoma State tonight, Arkansas and Michigan tomorrow, and yet the basketball team plays a game that very easily could have gone the other way and gets itself a desperately needed victory. And Caleb battle goes out and has the best individual basketball performance you've seen in about five years, certainly from a scoring standpoint. How about battle in this game? The Jersey kid by way of temple, their leading scorer last year was not to be denied and continued to gain in confidence as this thing went on. I mean, by the time it was wrapped up, He was locked in. He was zoned in. He was not going to stop until the final buzzer sounded. And that's when, of course, we hop on the air with you and get this postgame show of ours in the mix. So many tremendous folks to make this program possible. A big thank you to every last one of them. And obviously, you'll be hearing about them as we move forward here through the program here today. YouTube, streaming it live. I see a number of folks jumping into that space. We got the Podbean stream going on. We got the live stream at our website, realnwajb.com. So uh, no prejudice against your listening habits. And I recognize that so many folks who can't Bluetooth live right now, and you should be able to throw it on for a few minutes, but a number of people will listen back later via Apple, Spotify, Google, That is completely fine with us as well. We just appreciate your finding us here on Team B Media. Follow, listen, watch, subscribe at The Real NWHAB and be a part of our People's Post Game Shows live on Saturdays after every Arkansas Razorback basketball game. 
and of course football game and baseball game in conference play all year long. Wait, about like 36 shows. It's a lot of Saturdays. Um, enjoy hanging out with you, especially after a win. And it has not been an Arkansas Razorback basketball season that has had too many of those. No, 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 my friends. Instead, it's been a trying year for so many of us, especially after such a hot start. You know, it still doesn't really make that much sense to me that a basketball team that could go out there and beat Purdue and Duke in the first, what, the first month of the year, the first four weeks of the year, would then turn around and struggle as much as this team has, but alas, that's what we have seen. That's what we've dealt with. I think it says something that they have not let go of the rope. Not yet. Certainly not by a long shot. Now they've won three out of four. Now they have actually played their way back to the fringes of respectability. And at five and nine in the SEC, I know the for whatever reason, the common theme right now is, oh, the season's over. It's a lost cause. It's already done. No, 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 my friends. I don't believe that to be the case really hardly at all. I think what you're dealing with is an Arkansas Razorback basketball team that is really just starting to get its swagger. It's starting to get its groove and it's starting to really figure some stuff out. And the biggest thing that I think you have figured out here of late is that Caleb Battle is a go-to basketball player for you. And that he's the kind of guy who can absolutely positively make an enormous difference when you know times are tough, when things are not where you need them to be from an offensive standpoint. And today was definitely one of those days. I mean, we can celebrate Caleb Battle's 42 points till the cows come home, and we should. But the bottom line, end-all, be-all of this you know, Arkansas Razorback Hoops only had two other guys in double figures. Makai Mitchell, 13 points. Tremont Mark, 10. And he had to hustle at the end of this basketball game to get himself across the finish line there to double figures. Took a long time to even get on the board. Only hit three shots from the floor in the game. Make no mistake, this was the Caliph Battle Show. 42 points on 15 shot attempts, y'all. 15 shot attempts. You know what that means? That means efficiency. That means you're not missing many. How about Kale of Battle? 11 of 15 from the floor in this game. 6 of 10 from three-point land. Made all 14 of his free throws. Unbelievable. Didn't miss at the charity stripe, y'all. 42 points on 15 shots means he averaged two... Let's do the math on this. Two point... Eight points per shot. That is just absolutely remarkable efficiency. You're not going to see many performances like that hardly ever, let alone right in front of your eyes at Bud Walton Arena. And in a Saturday finale, you know, for the for the Razorbacks this year at Bud Walton Arena, I think you felt like that was um, like that was worth the entertainment if you made your way out to the game. Not a great crowd. I completely recognize that. Obviously, uh, a crowd that was committed. You had to be a diehard. If you were getting out to this basketball game, you obviously had to believe that there was, um, you know, still a pulse for this team. But I think there is one right now. And at five and nine, as we make our way down the stretch again, Vanderbilt up next on Tuesday night at six o'clock. If you win that one, you're talking about four wins in five games. 
And now you start to remove yourself from the conversation of being a first four team in the SEC tournament. What does that mean? It means you have to play an extra game on Wednesday. If you're one of the first four teams, you play an early game and then have to go out and play a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday run to win the SEC tournament. This team may need to win the SEC tournament to make the NCAA tournament. Although I still think there's an argument that if they win out, that they may find their way into the fringes of the NCAA tournament. You got Vanderbilt on Tuesday. Next Saturday, you're at Kentucky. Have to win that game. Absolutely have to win them all right now. Then home for LSU in the season finale, senior night, coming up on uh, on a Wednesday, on March the 6th. Then you'll close it out at Alabama. You kind of need to win that one too. I think if you win out, you end up 9-9. Nine and nine. You win what? Seven of your last eight. You win six in a row. You'll, you won't have to play a first four game at that point. You'll be playing sometime on Thursday. If you then go to the SEC tournament and win Thursday and Friday and maybe Saturday too, basically you have to win the SEC tournament to make the dance. But it is nice to see this Arkansas Razorback basketball team playing like it still has a give a damn factor, y'all. Playing like there's still something left in the tank. And if you went to the game today and you're throwing on the Bluetooth right now, I appreciate you still committed to the cause because there were not many of us at Bud Walton Arena today, but um, it was a good atmosphere for those who were there. What a performance by Caliph Battle. First hog to the 40-point mark in five years. Second player in the SEC to 40 this year. Most by a Razorback in a single game, uh, or anybody in the SEC for that matter this year. And one more point to make for the break here. You know, when this team was rolling early on, when you beat Purdue, when you beat Duke in the first four weeks of the year, two top 10 teams, Caliph Battle was right in the middle of it. He was a driving force. So to see that spark come back, it's uh, it's exciting to talk about it here on the People's Post Game Show with y'all. Josh Bertaccini with you, Bunker Studio, Team B Media. You know the deal. It's accessible. The internet's a heck of a thing. You get the HD radio quality. Let's talk some hog hoops. We got Eric Musselman sound coming up. Standouts and struggles and a look at the SEC scoreboard. We'll do some baseball too. Hagen Smith with 17 strikeouts yesterday. Caleb Battle with 42 points today. Some monster Arkansas Razorback performances. And the weekend is, is barely even halfway over. Let's just stay here for a while. Josh Bertaccini with you in studio. Quick timeout. Some bills to pay. Thanks to every last one of these fine folks for being a part of this Sports Talk Radio program. Quick timeout. We're coming back. Hang tight. A to Z Golf Cars has moved, but it still has the same awesome customer service and phenomenal inventory you won't find anywhere else. Northwest Arkansas's go-to golf car spot for over 20 years. Neighborhood cars, cruisers, horse cars, first to the ball or last to the ball, roll up in style with A to Z. Repair work with quick turnarounds, too. Now located at 483 North Highway 62 in Rogers, two miles north of the city airport. Call 479-273-9229. 
need to lose 100 pounds this year? Don't restrict your diet. Forget joining a gym. Instead, lose the weight of that cheating spouse of yours. At Mock Legal Solutions, there is no hourly billing. You pay one flat fee for your divorce. Call today, 479-769-1505. And let's be honest, it's closer to 200 pounds, right? Mock Legal Solutions. Real advice, reasonable price. Shogun of Fayetteville for a special experience every time. Best Japanese cuisine around, they have it all. The sushi is top notch, but everyone's talking about their hibachi grill. The chefs are incredible. It's delicious and entertaining at the same time. For recruiting, celebrations, or just a good old date night, Shogun of Fayetteville has never let me down. With the scenic view of Fayetteville from the hill by the mall, full menu online, shogunfayetteville.com. Hey guys, you've been feeling a little bit lower energy of late. The motivation's down. Well, it's time to take control of it here in 2024. Bioidentical hormone replacement is state-of-the-art and Dr. Mark Olson is the only one around focusing on BHRT and his treatments. If you want to feel better, this is the year and Olson Clinic is the place to get it done with Dr. Mark Olson, now located at 5501 Willow Creek Drive in Springdale. That's right off exit 69 off I-49 online, OlsonClinic.com. Builders Direct Lighting offers quality lighting products and solutions for all of your project needs. They buy directly from the manufacturer with no middleman in sight, passing the savings on to you, the customer. From a small office space to a large warehouse, indoor or outdoor, we do it all. Yes, we can even light your pickleball court. For more info, visit buildersdirectlighting.com or call 479-256-0461. Great to have you. Glad to have you on board the show. 88 to 73, Arkansas drills Missouri. If it appeared to be a little bit tighter in the second half than maybe what the final score reflected, we're not wrong about the final score, but Arkansas certainly had to dominate the final 10 minutes of the game to get to where it wanted to get. Um, Caliph Battle moments ago at the podium and uh, got him up there, and he's talking it up about 42 points on 15 shot attempts. Kind of unbelievable, but what a performance by him. We'll get you Eric Musselman on some post-game sound here in a matter of moments as well. Thank you for putting us on People's Post-Game Show. This is round, what, number 23 for us on Saturdays here, and obviously a chance to hang out. Just a few minutes after every Arkansas Razorback football game. And then, of course, it slides right into conference play for basketball. And we will be doing Saturday conference baseball postgame conversational work with you as well. First people's postgame and conference play for baseball coming up on what? March the uh, the 15th. So middle of March, Hogs play Missouri then uh, in just a couple of weeks. And man, that is coming on fast. You know, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention again how historic this weekend has been, already in Arkansas Razorback land, you have a 17 strikeout performance. Hagen Smith 
tying that all-time Razorback record. Jess Todd back in 2007. Actually, a game that I had the uh, the pleasure to go to once upon a ga- uh, time in the humidity and heat and and sweltering environment of uh, of Hoover. But that was a that was a day, man. 2007, 17 years ago. Almost and Chess Todd struck out 17. But remember correctly, he struck out the first nine or ten to start that game and was was throwing gas in the first inning of that game at almost a hundred miles per hour. And here we are now, you know, almost 17 years later, and and you get yourself a performance for the ages out of Hagen Smith and a different time of the year, right? So that one with Todd was at the end in the SEC tournament, which we can debate the merits up and how significant that is. I'm not a huge conference tournament guy myself at all, but I think you, you obviously take note of when in the season, this stuff happens. Hagan Smith last night, you're talking about a February baseball game. Now you, you don't want to call it preseason for fear of, you know, making people upset, but essentially it, it's pre sec play. You are still in the early stages of the season and so there's still a lot that has to be sorted out. A lot of things that are not um, decided. And when you talk about top 10 matchups, it's kind of like this basketball team beating a Purdue in late October. Man, this has been a long basketball season. That was four months ago, for crying out loud. Four months ago when we were talking about this basketball team. So it's been a long year. That's a lot of personalities, a lot of combustible tempers to have in the room together. And and yet back then they beat Purdue and you know what they did four weeks later? They beat Duke and Caleb battle as we set out the gates was right in the middle of all that and looked like he was going to be a flat out leader and a dynamic player for this team on both ends of the floor. Now, obviously that didn't transpire. What you had was major friction between Eric Musselman, the head coach and Caleb battle a guy who was expected to be one of his marquee players. And I think that friction ended up, you know, eating a lot of stuff alive in that locker room and causing issues. But here we are in the tail end of that. And it's uh it's a very different kind of vibe. Instead, we are, you know, now we're in a spot where Arkansas Razorback basketball tried to fight its way back from the depths after a major struggle. After a, after a portion of the season where it looked like you might be one of the worst teams in the SEC, you're absolutely flatlining. You know, everything's going wrong. You're two and eight. People are making fun of you, your own fans. I mean, it's become almost kind of chic here of late. It's become semi-popular, semi-cool, unfortunately, here of late to take shots at this Razorback basketball team, to dump on them. You know, treat them like they're like they're not really to be taken seriously. And I get that. When a team struggles, it could be hard for a fan base to to stay bought in. It could be hard for for people to stay, you know, on on the track. But I don't think it's over yet, y'all. I really don't. And and it is possible that I'm basing that too much maybe on my belief in Eric Musselman, but I've seen him do it here the last few years. And here's Eric Musselman live at the podium, let's jump in. After a 15-point win, Hogs' third win in four games. Here's the head hog himself. Arkansas is still very much alive, y'all. Let's not shoot the ball, but he's still shooting the ball. Just what, what do you think about that kind of mentality and his performance overall tonight? 
I mean, that's about as as great an offensive performance as as a player could have because when you look at the efficiency of only 15 field goals and to get 42 points, I mean, that's insane. And, and uh, you know, he's done a great job all year of drawing free throws, 14 of 14 from the foul line. The six defensive rebounds, that's probably as good a night as he's had from a defensive rebounding standpoint. And then, you know, the theme coming into the game was we had to get a shot on goal. We couldn't have live ball turnovers. Um, and he did a great job. I mean, he played 37 minutes and 34 seconds and didn't have a turnover while he scored 42 points. Kind of unheard of, to be honest. Coming into the game, that this might be a game that he would be able to have success, maybe not 42 points, but have success. Or did you notice early in the game where he, he was really feeling it? I mean, we ran a couple things for him early, and then we started really running stuff for him, you know, late. Um, but, but the you know, the ball has to have eyes against Missouri. You're not going to beat them off the dribble. And, uh, and KB had a lot of, uh, you know, feet set threes as well. And then once he got, you know, cooking, it was just a matter of trying to space the floor and kind of let him go to work, uh, much like we have done with, with Mason and, and some other guys. They had a 10 0 run pretty early in the second half. What was your response from that point? What, what, what changed? Uh, I don't know if I called the timeout. Um, at that point, it was, you know, wake up. Um, you know, and we, I think we subbed as well um, and, and, and maybe went a little smaller. Kai came in and um, he's played so well for us. And, and it, at some point, I don't have the timeline in front of me, but we got Davenport in there as well. And, um, tried to try to have date, uh, JD be a little bit of a floor stretcher. Um, but yeah, it was, you know, we got to guard better. We got to share the ball more. Um, and then I, you know, I, I thought we played really good in the you know second half after those first four minutes of the, of the second half was disastrous. Uh, Caleb was in here. He said that it was the toughest year of basketball in his life, just kind of for you as well, just kind of, how will you look back at a performance like this in a season like this? Yeah, I mean, I'll, the season's not over, so I don't, I don't know how I'll look back on it. I, I, uh, I think this is a basketball team that has really, really improved. Um, I think we're playing, you know, it's not I think, it's a, it's a fact that we're playing our best basketball of the year right now. Um, you know, so I'm, I, I, don't know, I don't know how I'll feel because we, we still got basketball to play. Um, you know, and so we'll see where we end up. You've mentioned in previous games kind of the lack of free throws, not just KB tonight, but 34 as a team. Just kind of what, what was the adjustment made so that everyone could get to the line? Yeah, I don't, I mean, um, I, I don't know if Mike Haywood has it, but we, I think we've been in the top 10 of the nation free throws attempted all year. Um, and so the nights that we don't get FTAs, we struggle because that's, um, you know, we work on it from the moment a player gets on campus about drawing free throws and, and free throws attempted. If you look at the four years at Nevada and you look at the four and a half or almost five years here, we are a high volume free throw attempt team. And, and we want to put pressure on the defense. We want uh, to put pressure on uh, on the rim. And um, and tonight, you know, battle was was doing that, and uh, and Mackay Mitchell's done a great job of of drawing fouls. They might not always equate to free throws attempted, but he's been a high draw foul player. And then back to Tom's question is, in that timeout, we did talk about trying to get to the bonus early because um, I thought we really settled. So as my mind settled, Tom, that's 
that's where I was going. Yeah, last game you guys scored, I believe it was 56 points in the paint against them. Tonight you got 26. Can you just talk about, was it more of a shift in focus from your guys' point of view to try to beat them from the perimeter? Or was it kind of something Missouri did to kind of force you guys? Yeah, I think Missouri uh, kept the lane a little bit more clogged. Um, they were helping off the corners a little bit more. And once we saw that um, adjustment, you know, we're, we're a team that, you know, tonight shot the three well. Um, and, and we had more space and time to shoot the three. And, uh, but, you know, look, if our team makes, you know, 10 threes and we get to the foul line, you know, that's a, that's a really good formula for us. And, and um, you know, they, they did a good job of taking away what was our strength um, in Columbia, which was paint points and zone one scoring. And we did a great job tonight of, of getting into the teeth of the defense where there was an extra defender and then finding open guys. And that's why I'm, I'm assuming it's a SEC high for us. Uh, 10 threes and and um it was a good adjustment by the players understanding recognizing that that the extra pass was was going to equate to feet set threes and not threes off the bounce yeah and then i know you didn't play a ton tonight but trevin comes back into the team can you just talk about how big of a boost that is especially in your front court yeah i mean uh good to get him back he's you know he's worked extremely hard on his on his rehab and um you know but the, but the group that that it's been playing well for us. I mean, that was the group that we kind of rolled with. And, um, you know, it's, I mean, this late in the year to work people back in becomes problematic, quite honest. And, and um, you know, Jalen Graham has been out a few games and he's really helped us this year. We all know how talented T Brazil is. He's, he's one of the most talented players in, in our league. Um, but it's, you know, you know, we got a good flow going right now. How long that lasts, I don't know. but. Um, you know, we're four and three and in our last seven, I think. And, you know, to be quite honest with you, we we should be five and two, um, you know, the game at Mississippi state, I'm not going to comment on it, but it's, if you watch the film over and over, like I have, we should be five and two and there's no questions about that. So we're playing really good and, uh, we keep, keep rolling and try to have, you know, good practice Monday and, and, uh, get ready for Tuesday's game and, and, uh, because we are playing better than, than we have most of the season. That shooting night for him, but he had nine boards. All right, we're going to call it there. That was the gist of it. Eric Musselman live, really a, a good chance to listen in on the coach and get you that post-game presser sound before anybody else as we commit to you here on the People's Post Game Shows. Live in the Bunker studio. Josh Berticini with you. It's a labor of love, but it's a labor that we are committed to for you, the people. Arkansas, 88, Missouri, 73. Caleb Battle with 42 points one day, not even the next morning after Hagen Smith had 17 strikeouts. What is next for the uh, for the standout list? It's been pretty uh, impressive, but uh, fun to watch, fun to talk about. Wins are always a lot more enjoyable to dissect than the else, but we're here for you come hell or high water either way that's part of the deal and we ain't stopping anytime soon just revving it up here youtube live streaming it Podbean live on the website realnwajb.com apple spotify and more as we drop the people's post game podcast for you in what just a few minutes after we wrap it up we're not done yet about 40 minutes in we're gonna break come back standouts and struggles scoreboard look see must sound in the can what a weekend Josh Bertaccini with you, Team B Media, coming back.
Herman's Rib House on College in Fayetteville. A tradition like no other around. When you're looking for the best steak, chicken, salmon, something for lunch or dinner, Herman's has your back. This year is their 60th anniversary and the food keeps getting better. Perfect time to stop by and check out their revamped menu, the Dustin Omelette, a personal favorite. Herman's in Fayetteville. Follow them on Instagram or Facebook for more info. Stop by and grab some grub today at Herman's, celebrating its 60th year in business in 2024. Hi, this is Tim Stanley, a longtime local business owner in Northwest Arkansas, and I'm super excited to be a part of JB's new adventure into the digital broadcasting arena, and I had to be a part of it. I also wanted to inform the listening audience that I bought Business World in Little Rock, so now we have more of a full state coverage, just like JB. It's important to be part of his future, or our future, or your future. Call me at Business World, a TDSID company, at 501-374-7000. Golden Corral of Fayetteville features a legendary endless buffet for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to feast the fam or to feast yourself. Enjoy over 150 menu items. Their all-you-can-eat steak is my favorite. Hand-cut USDA top sirloin. Their bakery game is strong, too. You name it, they got it, and they make it good. Golden Corral, a place with something for everyone at a good price. Conveniently located where college meets Maine in Fayetteville. See things in a better light with the folks at New Light Electric. Residential and commercial services. They do remodels and additions, electrical upgrades and repairs, LEDs, installation of hot tubs, vehicle charging stations, and more. If you're looking for the folks who have the best touch, these guys are the lighting experts. They literally do it all, and they can add some light to your life, too. New Light Electric. Like them on Facebook or call 479-220-2836. Hey folks, this is Matt Chambers with Blue Kangaroo Packouts. We know bad things happen and we're here to help, taking care of your contents and possessions when disaster strikes. Covering Northwest Arkansas and North Central Arkansas and the River Valley, accidents and weather happen all the time. When it does, we have your back. Moving, cleaning, warehousing, cataloging, tracking inventory so you don't lose a single personal possession. More information is online at bluekangaroopackouts.com or give us a call at 479-879-9696. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at TheRealNWAJB.com. We're back and we're talking some Razorback basketball with y'all. People's post game show number, what is this, 22, 23? It's fun to hang out, isn't it? Right after the games wrap up, we don't have to wait around. Got to get to jump out of the starting gate. Local radio, you don't get that option. You got to stay put for about an hour. But you know what? By the time they start, we're done. And by the time they, they start, our People's Post Game Show is already airing in podcast land. So you could be listening to this show for a second time before they start. It's kind of amazing how technology has changed the game. Thank you for finding us. However you have done it, you have helped make this a uh, an enjoyable experience for us. Six plus months into the operation and uh, baseball post games coming around the corner too. Don't forget the real NWAJB, the real, we keeps it real. Every Monday through Friday, 7 a.m., you can listen live. Podbean has the great chat feature, which has been a ton of fun to incorporate here of late. 
Uh, let's get a call in, shall we, before we're done? Standouts and struggles, and we already heard the must sound, and getting your reactions on social media. What a weekend, Razorback Land, with Hagen Smith, and then obviously the uh, the performance by Caleb Battle today. Wow. 7 o'clock tonight, five hours away from Arkansas and Oklahoma State. Lance is calling for Bentonville. Good to hear his voice. What's up, Lance? How are you, my friend? We, we talked about this for, oh, I don't know, early in the year was, you know, must try to get their attention on defense. Um, and this one and done, you come down the floor and jack up the shot, and guess what? That's why Caleb wasn't playing. Why is Caleb playing now? Because he's playing defense, and he's, and he's taking shots in the flow of the offense. Mm-hmm. There it is. Um, you know, and I think you look at what's going on with uh, with Mitchell and what's happening in the middle. I mean, Musk, it was interesting, Musk's comment in his post game because his offense, you know, everybody always talk about he doesn't have a flow to his offense. There is no flow. They just run around like a bunch of crazy people. What did he say in that? What did he say in there? He said his teams are all about getting the ball in the middle and going to the free throw line. I mean, that says it all right there. And we we were not doing that. We were not doing that early in the year. We were taking all those crazy shots from the outside, battle come down, jack one up. It was just, we were, we were totally out of sync. You know, you must, has always done this, whether this year he has managed his accomplishment because it's almost, it's almost a little late. You just never know what can happen. You never know. You, you, you keep playing hard. You, you, you know, you win three of the next four, uh, you get into the tourney, you're yep. able to, to, to do some things there. Let me say this, Lance, and I appreciate everything you're saying here. You're right. He has tended to make his move earlier than this in the past, but it happens when it happens, and he's making his move right now, and he sounds like a guy to me. A great call, Lance. Good to hear from you. Give us a holler in the mornings here. Be good to catch up there soon, too. He sounds like a guy who's not giving up on the season. What was that line? I think I tweeted that a few minutes ago. Um, the season is not over. We're starting to see what this team can do when we get it going. Doesn't sound like a guy who's given up on the year to me either, Lance. Um, is it too late to climb all the way back in? Maybe, maybe, but you got to have hope and you got to have heart, right? Or ever that song goes. I'm not going to go full-blown musical on you, but I don't think this season's over yet either. All right. Um, JB in studio, Bunkus style. Appreciate those of you folks who have found us on the various channels as we make it happen multimedia, streaming the video, you got the audio, and obviously the social media at the real NWA JB. All right. Okay. Is it okay? I think it's going to be all right. Um, let's do some more stats here as we get through our standouts and our struggles from this Arkansas Razorback victory. I I love looking at the minutes after these games with y'all. It's fun to go inside the box score as we get that done late on these shows each and every week. Brought to you by New Light Electric. You hear them in the commercial breaks if you're looking to get yourself an awesome setup there. Perhaps wire the pickleball courts like here in the commercials outside. Or maybe like we do, the Bunko Studio. They came in here. They redid our setup. They got up in the attic. They redid the wiring in the house. It fixed some of our surge issues here. I mean, you're hearing or watching this. It, it sounds and looks like a million bucks now. Maybe not the you know the the guy in front of the camera, but everything else, right? Thanks to New Light Electric as we go inside the box score. Caliph Battle, 37 minutes, 11 of 15 from the floor, 6 of 10 from 3, 14 of 14 from the free throw line. He had six rebounds. He drew nine fouls. He had one assist. He did have an assist. He had a steal. 
And uh, wow, plus minus of plus 18 really carried the team on his back. Mark played 35 and a half minutes, Debo 34. Then it was Makai Mitchell at 28. L. Ellis played 24. Who else played a lot? Jeremiah Davenport, 16. Chandler Lawson, 10. The rotation is slimming, y'all. Um, Layden Blocker, 10. And then, yeah, we haven't talked a lot about that, but Trevon Brazil's return, I thought a pretty significant storyline in its own right. You know, he was preseason All-SEC first team, and he was being looked at as a potential lottery pick. Then the knee injury, and he's out of the mix. Hey, at least Trev got out on the floor today. Now, he did nothing, but he was out there for four minutes, and I think it shows a desire on his part, a willingness to write a different final chapter, to have a different ending, to not accept the end of his career in whatever fashion it looked like it might be happening. But you got to do more than nothing. No shot attempts, no rebounds. He committed one foul, which let us know he was actually out there. A minus three in four minutes and 18 seconds. Hey, it's a start. It's a start. Uh, Debo Davis didn't light it up, but eight points, nine rebounds, six assists. How about Debo doing Debo things? That's an all-around good game for him. 34 minutes. He was a plus 15. He brought the D. One steal. Two for eight shooting, but Debo doing Debo things. What a weird, interesting up-and-down career he has had, huh? Man. Makai Mitchell, 13 points, six boards, three assists. The offense kind of continues to run through the big man. No blocks for him in this game, but he led the team with a plus 19 defensive rating. And what else jumps out at me here? We mentioned Battle, 42-6. and We broke down his incredible 2.8 points per shot attempt, which is the definition of efficiency. How about Davenport? Hitting a big corner three. Hey, the lid wouldn't come off for either team in the first five minutes of this game. It was slow going. Uh, Chandler Lawson blocked at the rim by our old friend, Connor Vanover, uh, who had a putback in the second half to keep his team in it. His only two points. How is he still playing college basketball in like his seventh or eighth year? Some people get to do that. Go to college for eight years. They're called doctors. Uh, 33 points for Shawnee. Got to give credit where it's due, but battle... Outscored him by nine. East was nine to 14. He was crazy efficient too. What a game for Sean East. 15 of 16 from the free throw line. Hogs were 28 to 34. Missouri 28 to 30. So both teams knocked their free throws down. Arkansas shot a much better percentage. 48% from the floor to Missouri's 39%. Uh, Hogs ended up, what, 10 of 25 from three. That's a lot of threes. Six for battle. Two for Mark. One for blocker. His second career three and one for Davenport. Five and 19 from three for Missouri. Arkansas, Missouri, even pretty much throughout the game on the glass. Hogs end up with a plus six. We'll hey, take the win. 33 to 27. So team rebounding always comes back to help. 16 assists for Arkansas against just five team turnovers. That's a really good stat. As you look at the standout struggles department. I mean, again, you'd like to see... Debo knocked down a couple more shots. You like to see Chandler Lawson more aggressive around the bucket, but um, this was this was Arkansas being aggressive. Fast break, you could push the pace a little more too. How about 52 second half points for Arkansas? 36-34 Hogs led at the break. He outscored Missouri 52 to 39 and a half number two. Again, Caleb Battle 
with the best performance we've seen individually all year. That's including a lot of great performances out of Tremont Mark, who was not great today. 10 points, seven boards, and three assists out of him. We'll go uh, Makai Mitchell's 13, six, and three. And uh, Debo Davis's eight, nine, and six, along with Tremont's 10, seven, and three, is like the other good performances today. But this was the Caliph Battle Show. Good team defense. You like that? And again, the assisted turnover ratios is stand out too at 16 to 5. Inside the box score, standouts and struggles. New Light Electric, phenomenal local company. Can't say enough about all the tremendous folks who have brought these shows to you, the people, in the early days of our operation. And you know what? I don't care what the haters say. I don't think this season's over yet. I don't. I've seen it happen with Eric Musselman time and again. And with their five and nine now, they're not a laughing stock anymore. No offense, two, three weeks ago, they were a laughing stock. But right now, this basketball team, it's not a laughing stock. They still have a pulse. And when battle falls like this, angry on both ends, the more and more he and Tremont Mark are finally able to play off of each other, that is a nasty backcourt combo. You got Devo back for defense. You got Brazil back to give you anything. Although, like Musk said there in the postgame we play, it's going to be hard to work him back in right now because they're finally starting to figure it out with Makai Mitchell down low. But Mitchell, uh, Battle, Mark, that's a pretty good trio. And then all hands on deck. And you got four games left. You got a wax Vanderbilt on Tuesday night at 6 o'clock. Kevin has already offered up his tickets in the room. I love that. Kevin, we'll, we'll give those away on the show. Okay, that'll be courtesy of you and the Springdale referees at the rec center in the youth league, you phenomenal folks. But yeah, Tuesday night's going to be a great game because people are going to have to care. If you don't care, you don't like basketball. You're over it. They stink. They're terrible. They're not terrible. And if they win this game, that's four out of five. That'd be three straight wins. That's called a winning streak. It has happened before. You'd be six and nine. With three games left, do the math here, at Kentucky next Saturday at 12.30, which means people's postgame show 3-4. to four. That's part of the math. So I look forward to that already. Let's say you win that game too, because I'm feeling super optimistic right now as we wrap the show. You'll be 7-9 and nine after you beat Kentucky too. And then LSU at home, senior night, last game of the year. On a Wednesday, you'll win that too. So you're 8-9. and nine. And then at Alabama to end the year, they'll be like a top 10 team. Beat them too. Then you're nine and nine. Now you're starting to look kind of scary hot because you've won like nine of your last 10 or eight and nine or whatever. And you go to, where is the SEC? Is it Nashville or Atlanta? Somebody help me out on that before we're done today. Well, the folks in the Podbean chat, look that up, okay? Um, I, Jay, Kevin saying, JV got them rose-colored glasses. Rod saying, JV, love you, brother. Kevin, hope you're right. Katie, agree. It ain't over. Folks, it ain't over. But let's say you went out in the SEC tournament. Forget it. I'll do it myself. I'll look it up. Wherever that is, you're going to go there. And maybe you win that. Now, maybe you win two, three games there, though. You know, Arkansas has only won the SEC men's basketball tournament once ever. All those great teams. You know, the Southwest Conference for so long. But even Nolan days, all those great teams. And you have... Only one at once, and it was the Joe Johnson team in 2001. All right, it is in Nashville. Thank you, Terrence. It is in Nashville. Terrence coming through on the Twitter. When in doubt, look to Big T. Um, it's in Nashville coming up in a couple weeks. So you don't want to be one of those first four teams, all right? That's not what you want. But if, the, um, if, if things continue at the rate that they're going right now, this would be the current bracket, huh? Is this right? 
I don't know what this is here that I'm looking at. This might be from last year. Whatever the case, here's the bottom line. Here's what's happening. You want to avoid a first four game. If you get stuck in the first four, you're in big trouble. All of a sudden, your season becomes a lot more precarious, all right? But it's in Nashville, and if you play in the second round game on Thursday, now potentially you win a Thursday game, a Friday game. If you play into that weekend and you've won 10 out of 11 games and you beat Duke and Purdue early this year and you win at Alabama and at Kentucky, folks, at some point the resume is going to put you in the tournament. I'm just saying, keep winning and see what happens. If you keep winning, you're undeniable. Do you know that if you win the SEC tournament, you automatically make the NCAA tournament? Does Vanessa know that? Because she seems still convinced on the Facebook page that the whole season's over. That part is not a good luck. I don't like it when, you know, folks want to act like the season's over. Baseball team's exciting right now. They're surging. Let's show them some love. Let's not give up just because it hasn't been the kind of season we thought it could be. They're still alive. Great performance by battle today. Fun to do some post-game work with you. Thanks to every last folks, for, uh, one of you folks for finding us. And uh, baseball tonight against Oklahoma State. It's going to be fantastic. What a weekend as we get to do it via Flow Sports. So if you're throwing it on the Razorback app and doing the baseball on the radio thing, that works too. Man, love me some baseball on the radio. All right. It was uh, it was a decent crowd today. Not a lot of people there. I know they probably, the Kremlin probably announced 20,000 people. You can't believe that. I think ultimately, what, 10,000? You think less maybe? Cringing. Eight, 9,000. There are not a lot of people there. It was a very early start. Yeah, they announced a sellout. That's see, that's preposterous. That just makes you look like you're you're not speaking reality. Um, there were probably eight or nine thousand people there. Uh, seats down low. I like that the vibes were come on. Bring your family down low. We took the kiddos and had some fun. And yeah, okay. Saturday finale at Bud Walton Arena. Hope you didn't blink and miss it because if you did, it's over. And on that note, so is his post game show. One hour every Saturday. All football season long, all conference play and SEC play hoops. We still got a few of these bad boys left. We're going to take you as far as this thing goes. And then baseball people's post games on Saturdays. It'll be a good spot leading into the series finales. We'll have a lot to talk about all spring. Uh, Diamond Hogs off to a great start. For the people's post game crew here on Team B Media, your boy Josh Bertaccini saying thank you so much for tuning in. Appreciate your hanging out. And on that note, we going to call it good. Enjoy that beautiful weather outside, y'all. Looks like it is going to be just fantastic on the weather all weekend long. Temps into the upper 70s, maybe 80. Get out and enjoy. I'll try to do the same. Have a great rest of your weekend. Final score, Arkansas 88, Missouri 73. Caleb Battle, an SEC season high, a career high, 42 points. Hogs have won three out of four. Next up, Vanderbilt, Tuesday night at 6 o'clock. Your next to last home game of the year. I'm back with you Monday morning. The Real NWHJB at 7 o'clock. 7.04 for those of you keeping score at home. 